Welcome to Sabbath Praise, a San Antonio Baptist Association prayer effort where leaders and ministers unite to intercede on behalf of our families, communities, churches, and nation. Please join us for this prayer time as we draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Good evening. We want to thank you for joining Sabbath Praise this evening. We do this every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. We began this year, a couple of weeks ago, with Sabbath Praise. It's a continuation of what we were doing last year, emphasizing congregational prayer throughout our association. We did a number of podcasts and a number of videos last week on the, that particular topic of encouraging our churches and pastors to pray together. We did an annual meeting last year, 21 days before the annual meeting. We did 21 days of fasting and prayer and had our pastors write daily devotions to lead us in that. And then we went to True Vision Baptist Church last year in October. Pastor Brown is with us tonight. He'll be praying this evening. He hosted us. We had over 23 pastors and leaders on stage that evening. And basically all we did was focus on praying. We used the Lord's Prayer, which believing that all scriptures are inspired by God, that is a definitely inspired prayer that God gave us, uh, Jesus himself. And so we used that that evening, had 23 pastors and leaders that prayed that led us through that hour and a half uh, time as an annual meeting. What we're doing this year is we're praying on Tuesday nights and we have different pastors and different leaders from around the association that are leading us in prayer. Uh, my job tonight is just to do the introductions and open us in prayer, and then we will give each pastor a chance to, to lead us this evening. <clears throat> we will be praying over four particular targets of prayer this evening. The first is repentance. I'll be leading out and then Pastor Shad Purcell from Northeast Baptist Church will be praying also on that focus. And then righteousness uh, is our second topic or our second prayer focus. And we'll be praying for righteousness from every level in our society, from the White House down to our house. And Albert Diaz, who is part of the Sabbath staff, will be doing that this evening. And then we have a focus on praying for the church, praying for pastors and leaders. It's, uh, it's been a difficult time this last year with COVID and, and all the other things that pastors and other leaders have had to, uh, had to adjust to. <clears throat> it's been that way for our whole nation. But if you're a pastor and you have someone sick in your hospital and you can't visit them, that, uh, that becomes quite challenging to do funerals and to do pastoral care. So our pastors, uh, will be praying for them, praying for the church. Pastor Michael Brown from True Vision Baptist Church this evening will be praying. Omar Martinez, who's the executive pastor from Mighty Fortress, he'll be praying also for the church this evening. And then our last topic that we'll be focusing on 
is Spiritual Awakening. Pastor George Ramirez from the Springs Church here in San Antonio will be leading in that. And then Pastor Jeff Roman from Cibolo Baptist Church will be concluding this evening our prayer time. We want to thank you for joining us. And we would love for you to participate with us by making comments in the, uh, the faith, on our Facebook page. We would love for you to, to spend this next hour with us. Let me get us started, and then we'll move through. And the, the order this evening will be uh, Pastor Shed uh, Purcell, and then Albert Diaz, Pastor uh, Michael Brown, Omar Martinez, George Ramirez, and Jeff Roman will be in that order. So if you would, please pray with us this evening. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this new venue, this new opportunity to pray together. Lord, I pray for these men of God as they vocalize prayers on our behalf. And as they lead us this evening, I pray that you would endue them with power and that you would allow them to express by your spirit what you want us to express tonight in prayer. Lord, we thank you as we have so many times before. We thank you that we have a high priest who's passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. And Lord, we thank you that we have a high priest who can sympathize with our weaknesses. He's one who was tempted in all things just as we are, but yet without sin. And Lord, we're reminded of Hebrews that tells us that we can approach your throne of grace with confidence and that we can receive mercy and find grace for help in time of need. We, Lord, we want to thank you that your word says that your throne is established. The foundation of your throne is established on righteousness and justice. Lord, we thank you that mercy and truth go before you. And we're reminded, Lord, that your word says that the sacrifices of you are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart you won't despise. And so this evening, Lord, we, we humble ourselves before you as leaders in, in our community. And Lord, we, uh, we just pray for ourselves, pray for our community this evening. Lord, we thank you that uh, Romans 8 tells us that we can be led by your spirit and because we're your sons and daughters. And Lord, we thank you that you have given us your spirit. And we, we ask, Lord, that your spirit tonight would help us as we approach your throne in our time of need, as we approach your throne through your son, Jesus. Lord, we thank you that your word tells us also that we have this confidence before you that if we ask anything according to your will that you hear us. And if we know that you hear us, we have whatever we ask. And we know that we have the request that we've made of you. Lord, we pray tonight for repentance. We ask for forgiveness, Heavenly Father. We as a, as a, a nation are a sinful people. If we even just look at the Ten Commandments, we as a nation break those every day. We kill each other we, we harm each other. We lie against each other. We do things to 
to injure other people. God, forgive us as a people. Have mercy upon our country. God, we're in a a time of crisis, and Lord, we need your strength. We need you. We pray for our leaders. We pray, Lord, that you would, would bless our leaders. We pray that you would prosper them. So as as Paul writes to Timothy, that we might live a quiet and peaceable life. Lord, we, we ask for forgiveness upon our nation. Lord, forgive us for the many sins that we've committed as a country. Lord, um, wash us clean. We, uh, we pray that you would have mercy upon us. We ask this tonight in Jesus' name. The theme of repentance, it's helpful to look at the book of Jonah in chapter 3. As the people of Nineveh believed in God, they proclaimed a fast and dressed in sackcloth from the greatest of them to the least. When the word reached the king of Nineveh, he got up from his throne, took off his royal robe and put on sackcloth and sat in ashes. Then he issued a a decree in Nineveh. By order of the king and his nobles, no man or beast, herd or flock is to taste anything at all. They must not eat or drink water. Furthermore, both man and beast must be covered with sackcloth, and everyone must call out earnestly to God. Each must turn from his evil ways and from the violence he is doing. Who knows? God may turn and relent. He may turn from his burning anger so that we may not perish. That's the prayer, Father. We pray that you would relent, that your anger would not burn against us, but that you would forgive And in our repentance, we say, Father, we're so sorry that that we have been selfish. And if the the warning you gave to Nineveh was given to us today, you know, would we have the spirit of repentance to trust in you, run to you? So as leaders in our homes, Father, I pray that, that, that we would lead our homes in ways that we wouldn't have to be ashamed, that our kids would not lose respect for us as their dads, that Um, we would live with our wives in an understanding way, as your word says, because if we don't, your word warns that you won't hear our prayers. So, Father, if our prayers are having difficulty getting up to you because we are not cherishing our wives, loving our wives like you loved your bride, the church, then correct us, Father, gently if possible, forcefully if necessary. We repent before you that if we have been, uh, if we have been, impure to our families and for your bride the church thank you for this group of pastors as we meet together and the holy spirit just kind of reverberates off of each other in prayer thank you that we get to lead your beautiful bride in ways that we can honor you honor each other love you love one another now forgive us if we have complained about the difficulties of leading a church during a pandemic forgive us Uh, If we have felt like victims in the midst of like a a lose-lose situation, both politically or pandemically, it just feels like there's so many wrong decisions or someone's going to be offended. But may may we always honor you first and foremost. If we honor you and offend others, then just hold us close to you that we know that we, uh, we have our peace in you. A peace that passes all understanding. So we repent for seeking the understanding um, and disregarding the peace that you give. We can't know all the answers. 
but you do promise the peace. So we trust in you. We lean into that peace. For a nation, Father, we repent before you from the greatest to the least. Draw us into a season of letting all the little pleasures of the world go away so that we could focus on you. Strip everything away so that all we have is Jesus. And if Jesus is all we have, then that's all we need. So we repent of trying to cover up all of our wounds and all of our frustrations, trying to cover those up with food and drink and clothes and just buying things or whatever little things that may be good, but we use them to try to cover up the fact that we must repent. So Father, forgive. We repent of our sins. We repent of trying to to live according to the law of the flesh. Because you don't condemn us by that. You sent your son in the very likeness of flesh. He became sin for us. So we praise you for your provision and that rescue. And we repent before you because of our sinfulness. Father, hear our prayers. In your name we pray. Father God, we thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you just for all the blessings that you continue to give us day after day, Lord. And Lord, we just come up to you, Lord, and we pray for we pray for our country, Lord. We pray for our people, Lord. We pray for righteousness, Lord. We pray that righteousness would, would just abound in this land, Lord. We pray that righteousness would, would fill everyone, Lord, that the feeling the wanting to do right by you would motivate us, Lord. The wanting to do right by you would be the thing that gets us up in the morning, Lord. Each and every one of us, Lord. I pray for that from, from the loneliest of, of people, Lord, to, to the loftiest of heights, Lord, from the White House to our own house. I pray that we are awakened, Lord. I pray that we as a people, we as a church, open our eyes and realize how far we have come from you, how far our country has come from you, and how far it continues to pull away from you. I pray that a wave of revival would sweep across this country. I pray that every knee would bow to you, Lord. I pray like the people in the veil, Lord, that we would all bow down our knees, Lord, that we would all rent our clothes, that we would all put on sackcloth, we would all cover our faces with ashes, we would all prostrate ourselves onto the floor and press our, our foreheads to the ground and cry out, Lord, forgive us for the mess that we have made this world. Lord, forgive us. I pray that that would be the cry of every man, woman, and child on this planet, in this nation, in this state, in my city, even in my own household, Lord. I pray that, that each and every person, every member of, of this household would seek that. I pray that each and every member of every household would seek that, Lord. Lord, I, I don't know what it's gonna take for us to get back To you, I don't know what it's going to take for us to awaken, for us to open our eyes, but I know you're moving. 
I know you're moving because there's so much going on right now and there's so much happening and and you're stirring the pot, Lord. I, I, don't, I don't know if you're, you're sifting, but you're doing something, Lord. It's, it's not my job to understand what you're doing, Lord. It's just my job to trust you that you are in control and you know what you're doing. But I do pray for us as a race, us as a human race, us as a people, just, just that you would watch over us, Lord, that you would light that fire inside us, Lord, light that, that burning, that yearning to want to serve you, that burning to want to love one another, that burning to want to speak out for one another and to let no one and let no voice be unheard from those who can speak to those who cannot. Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the gentlemen that are gathered around here this, this Zoom call, Lord. I thank you for everybody that's watching on Facebook, everybody that's watching on Facebook. We need to cry out to our Father. We, we need to get back into the state of righteousness that needs to prevail across our land. Until that happens, not only in our land, but until that happens in our own hearts, that will not happen in our land. Father, I just pray that you would move us and soften hearts, open ears, open eyes. I pray for us. I thank you, Lord, and I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor Michael Brown, I'm praying for the church and uh, that the church will remain faithful to Christ and his word. I want to read from Matthew chapter number 16, starting at verse number 13. When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? So they said, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. Jesus said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. I'll stop there. Father, we bless your name and thank you for the opportunity we have even now to come before your throne. It has already been cited. Your word says we can come with boldness. We don't have to be timid or shy. May we pray, Lord, without fainting. May we pray without ceasing. May we pray persevering as we continue to come to you asking and seeking and knocking. May we pray with fervor, with passion. You said the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. I pray, Lord, for your church. You posed a question, O oh Lord, to your disciples in the midst of a place called Caesarea Philippi. As we are in our current modern Caesarea Philippi, a place where idol gods are worshipped like Pan or other gods that have no life, not real gods, things that we give God status to. In the midst of all of that, the chaos and confusion, May we always be able to answer the question about who you are. 
May we answer it loud and proud, and may we answer it with boldness to say that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Lord, in that passage of scripture, you say that upon the rock of that confession, your church is built. And Lord, many have sought to hijack the church, to take over the church, to exert their own strength and power over the church. But Lord, this is not our church. This is your church, your church that you have built and you are continuing to build brick by brick as we are lively stones, even as a part of it. Thank you, O oh God. May we continue to understand that the church is built on a solid foundation, that you are the Christ. And thank you for Jesus, who is the embodiment of your word. So that may the church always be built on the word of God and Christ-centered. May, Lord, when we teach and preach and whatever ministry we do, may it be based on your word, not our opinion, but your word, not our, not our politics, but your word, not how we feel, but Lord, on your word. We are a part of this church, the prevailing church, the victorious church that even death cannot stop. <laughs> Lord, I remember your word telling us that the righteous, even, even then the righteous find refuge even in death. Thank you, God, for who you are and what you've done. May we always be that bright light and witness. May we be faithful to Christ. May we be faithful to the word of God. That word, Lord, that is uh, that we should hide in our hearts, that we should not sin against you. That word that is a lamp and a light unto our feet. That word that is sharper, two-edged sword. Thank you, God, for your word that saves and keeps. Lord, may we come together under your word, knowing that it doesn't matter, red or yellow, black or white, it is about your word and the truth and the principles thereof. We bless you, Lord, and we honor you. May the church continue to be the church you're looking for in these last and in these evil days, the church without spot, without wrinkle. We thank you in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. And Lord, your word, Colossians reads, therefore, if you have been raised, been raised with Christ, keep seeking the things that are above where Christ is, who is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things that are above and not the things that are on this earth. For you have died and your life is now hidden in Christ, in God. And so Lord, to remain faithful in you and in your word for who you are, God, we just humbly, Father, empty ourselves, Father, and we remain dead, Lord. We've, gave, we've given our lives already for you, God, and we want to only be alive through Christ. We only want to have any representation of you in our lives, Father. So we empty ourselves, Lord. And we do this, God, because during this time, Father, with the adversity that's being faced, Father, we have a, a whole army of pastors and, and, and prayer warriors and, and people who want to be your church, Father, where there's these adverse circumstances. We have these people who are sick in our churches, Father, people who are dying 
and praise God, Lord, they're with you, Father, and we trust that you have embraced them, Lord. And uh, But yet, Father, we're, we're facing that here, Lord, and we're dealing with unprecedented circumstances, Father, that are weighing heavy on some, Lord, on some pastors, some leaders, some church families, Father, on the families of this world, Lord. And Father, we know how exhausting that could be. We understand, Lord, that we feel the exhaustion. We are tired and fatigued, Lord, of, of this season in, in many ways, Lord. So we pray, Father, for that renewal of that strength and that energy, Father, that Holy Spirit power, Father, that raised Christ from the dead would just drive us, Father, to go through this season, Lord, and be that blessing, that city on that hill, Father, that way to, to bless others and remind them how real you are, Lord, in our lives and in their lives, God. And we need that continuous connection with you, Lord, and we'll remain faithful in you, Lord, and not give up or lose sight of our first love, and that is you, Lord. And in the ways that we have already prayed, Lord, in the ways that we even recognize in our own lives that we've lost sight and we've taken our eyes off of you and we haven't set our minds on things above and made that mistake, Lord, we repent and we choose to remain faithful back in you, God, so that you can steer and guide these next steps of this season and, and the future of your bride, of your church here, Lord, through us to be whatever contributors, Father, of your amazing kingdom building that you have here, Lord. We humbly ask to renew us so we can continue to be part of that, God, and not lose our faith in who you are according to your perfect word and who you are by and who we are in you. So Lord, we, up to this point, do all these things, Father. Pray for a righteousness and repent, Lord. And Father, remain focused on you so that you may continue your work through us, your people, Father. In Jesus' name. Brother George, we can't hear you. There it is. Can you hear me now? We can hear you now. Okay. It's clear throughout uh, biblical history and even, you know, our own history, uh, recent history, that God has, has moved and has done great things to what we call spiritual awakenings. Um, I think that it's something that's in, in the heart of God to do. But there are, there are certain things that we must do if we're going to see a spiritual awakening. And, um, of course, we know that, you know, one, one thought is that God is sovereign. He does it whenever he decides. And, and that's true. God is sovereign. But then, but then there's, there's also the, the component of when, when God's people are, you get into a place of urgency and begin to, to seek him in a fresh way, crying out to him. We know that God then hears from heaven, just like it says in the book of 2 Chronicles 7, 14. It says, if my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face 
and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. And, and that's kind of what, what we're, we're going to be praying about right now. We need, we need to be like, like that. We need to be a people that are going to call upon the name of the Lord because he's the only one that, that can help us right now. And I believe it's in the heart of God to send a, to send a great uh, awakening. And uh, I believe that God is, is even probably up to that right now, preparing it. But we still need to pray for that. And so I'm going to pray that God would send a mighty move of his spirit in, these, in this day. We need it. We need, we need to see, not only do we need to see the church revived and come back to, to a place of, of, uh, of uh, just, you know, passion and, and love for the Lord, but we also need to see the harvest. There are so many people who don't know Jesus right now. And uh, we need to pray to the Lord of the harvest. And so we need a great awakening. We need a spiritual awakening in our, in our world uh, and more in particular in our nation. And we're going to pray specifically for, for a move of God in our city. So let's pray. Father, thank you that you are a God who desires, Father, to send a wind of your spirit into our lives and into our, our communities. It's obvious, Father, through the word of God that you have always done this at times, special times, that you that you wanted to operate and wanted to do things. So, Father, today we're praying for that. We're praying, God, that you would send a spiritual awakening to our nation, to our state, to our city here in San Antonio. Lord, we realize that an awakening is something that's on a larger scale and revivals are something that are on a, on a smaller scale. So I'm praying kind of for all of that. I'm praying for the for a great spiritual awakening around the world, uh, around uh, our, our nation. But Father, I'm praying also for a revival of, of the Spirit of God in our state and in more particular in our city. Father, we pray for, for a move of your Spirit, God, to do what only you can do. Father, we, we need to see the church uh, get to a place where it is uh, fully alive and being the bride of Christ. We need, we need to see the church come to a place where it is passionate for the, for the things of God, uh, not only to grow as Christians, but also to reach the law. So we pray for the harvest. We pray, Father, for the harvest of souls that needs to come in. And we know, God, that it would take a great awakening to see that kind of a harvest take place. But we pray, Father, in particular right now, God, that you would look down upon us, Father, and that you would bless us, Father, with the move of your spirit. Father, we, we read of, 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 of the times, you know, during the first great awakening and the second great awakening here in our, here in our, in our nation and in, and in England and, and other parts, Father, we see where you, you raised up people to, to pray and to live right and, and to seek your face. And Father, you honored that and and you moved in a mighty way. So we're praying for that one more time. We're praying, God, for you to one more time, Father, move in our midst. Father, send a spiritual awakening. Send, Father, a spiritual revival into our into our uh, homes, into our churches, into our city, into our city. We just pray, God, that, Lord, you would guide, uh, Father, the leadership, that together as leaders, Father, we would be 
the spearheads of this, Father, that we would realize the, the, the importance of our role as leaders to make sure that we're preaching revival in our churches, make sure that we are promoting revival in our churches. And Father, I pray that you would just help us to do that. Now, Father, thank you once again for this opportunity to cry out to you. And Father, just like the verse said, if my people who are called by my name, Father, that, that, that's, that's what you said. If your people who are called by your name would, would cry out and would seek you, Father, then you would hear from heaven and you would do what you have to do. So, Father, we lay, we lay it all before you, and we thank you, Lord. We thank you uh, beforehand. We thank you, Lord, for what's going to happen in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm Pastor Jeff Roman, Cibolo Valley Baptist Church, and I will be praying for revival and spiritual awakening as, as well. Uh, revival is for the uh, the unbelievers. I mean, uh, spiritual awakening is for the unbelievers, that the Lord would send his Holy Spirit and just uh, awaken their hearts to him and that many people would become uh, born again. And revival is for God's people when we turn back to the Lord again. So let's pray. Father, Lord, as we face many changes in our country, many difficulties in our country, uh, our, our hope is in, in you. And Father, I pray that your church would shine brightly during this darkest time. Lord, your word tells us that uh, in the latter times that you will pour out your spirit in greater measure upon your church, upon your people. So uh, just as uh, it gets darker, well, your light is going to shine that much brighter. So may we just keep our eyes upon you, focus upon you, uh, and Father, you, your word tells us that your, your house, your church will be called the house of prayer. So, Father, forgive us for our lackadaisical attitude when it comes to prayer. Uh, Father, I, uh, we know that you will not send a revival until uh, uh, your people pray. As my brother read, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then you will hear from forgive our sins, hear from heaven, and, and bring healing to our land. And we do need healing in our land, Father. Our hope is not in who sits in the White House, but who, who sits on the throne. So, Father, we ask that you would send a revival to, to your church. You, you would send a spiritual awakening, awakening in, in America, Father Lord, that you would stir our hearts, draw us back to you again. But, Father, we know that it has to begin with your people. As we repent of our sin, as we as we we confess our sins and as we we seek to be filled with the Holy Spirit, it is only then that we can make a difference in this world for you, that revival will come. Your word tells us that apart from you, we can do absolutely nothing. So, Father, revive us again. Pour out your Holy Spirit upon your churches again. Help us to make a difference in this in this land, uh, wherever you have placed us in our sphere of influence, uh, as the prayer of Jabez, that you would enlarge our territory, that you would bless us and, and enlarge our territory, our sphere of influence to, to impact this world in, in a greater way for you. Father, may, may we not pay more attention to the circumstances around us, 
as Peter did, and he began to sink. But may we keep our eyes upon you during this difficult time, Lord. So, Father, I pray that you would hear our prayers tonight. My brother Daryl said that if we ask anything according to your will, you hear us. And if we know that you hear us, then an answer is on the way. And Father, I believe that you want to send revival probably more than we want to receive it. The Father, turn our hearts back to you again, Father Lord. Help us become the church and the people that you have called us to be. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys so much for leading us this evening. I, I don't know about you, but I, I was very encouraged by listening to your prayers. It's always an encouraging time to listen to somebody else pray. And we learn more about each other as we hear each other pray, because we hear each other's thoughts and expressions that God has put on each other's mind and heart as, as they express it. But before we go tonight, is there any closing comments that anyone would like to make? Thank you for the blessing that has been to to pray with you, gentlemen, and and as you said, Daryl, to be encouraged and and just to be together, locking arms and lifting up our city, lifting up our churches, just praying for all these. Um, these powerful things that in, in our life. So it was, it was a blessing. Thank you so much, everybody. Brother Daryl, I think I'm a little older than you are, but I was thinking that, uh, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I was thinking about how uh, back when, we, you know, we were, when I was in, in, in the high school, that God did a, a mighty work in the Jesus movement. And uh, you people have heard of, the, of that movement, right? Where God just began to to do a work in in the young people, and and then it swept through the, the nation, right? And how many pastors right now that are the guys that are that that are serving as pastors were part of that, you know? And I'm praying that that once again God would do a a move like that because we need we need we need leaders to step up and. We need to see new leadership come in, you know, uh, these younger guys to to take to take it, you know, uh, to this to this generation. So um, I remember I remember the, the the power of God just moving and saving so many souls during that season. So I'm praying for that again. That that was uh, an interesting time in our country, and you, you are right. There are a lot of leaders. That, uh, that went into the ministry and still are in the ministry today because of that movement. Yes, that's right. Anyone else want to make a comment before we close? Yeah, I want to quote old school fire and brimstone pastor Leonard Ravenhill that spoke about prayer. And he said, the pastor who is not praying is playing and the people that are not praying are straying. So thank you for helping pastors not just play. It's not play, play time. Uh, there's serious work in the, you know, in the battle of, of, of prayer. So thank you for wrestling together. You know, part of that part of Leonard Draven Hill's quote went on to say that there are um, few wrestlers and he's referring to prayer. So it is, it's a wrestling. It's, it's, it's hard sometimes, but it's definitely stronger together. So thanks for helping the pastors, not just play, but let's lift up prayers together. Thanks.
I don't remember who first said this, but they said a family that prays together stays together. And I'll say the same thing about the church. It's just a big family, family of God. If we continue to pray together, we'll stay together. If we pray sincerely, how can we not? As we pray to the same God, one Lord, faith, baptism, we will always connect and come together. I'm thankful to be included and invited to be a part of this prayer time. Thank you, Brother Horn. Thank you, brothers. Good praying with you today. Thank you, brother. We we will definitely invite each one of you back as we do this again in the future. Uh, we we do believe, as an association of churches, that it is important for our pastors and our leaders, those that shepherd us, to pray together, to lead us in those examples. And so, thank you, gentlemen for leading as an example tonight. Let me just go through the list once again as we uh, get ready to close out. We want to thank Pastor Shad Purcell from Northeast Baptist Church for being here tonight. Uh, Albert Diaz, who is our digital host, he's on staff at Saba. Thank you, Albert, for praying this evening. Pastor Michael Brown from True Vision Baptist Church, which was our host last year for our annual meeting. Um, they did a great job. We were tremendously blessed. Um, our staff talked for weeks about how how it was a, a wonderful experience being with them last last year. Pastor Omar Martinez, the executive pastor at Mighty Fortress. Pastor Joe Ramirez from the Springs Church, and then Pastor Jeff Roman, who concluded our prayer this evening from Cibolo Baptist Church. Once again, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you for leading us. And we will create a video and a podcast out of this. And we will keep this running on, on Facebook so other people will have access to it. Let me, let me say a closing prayer, and then we'll conclude. Lord, we thank you for this time that we prayed tonight. We simply ask, Lord, that you would take the prayers that have been expressed this evening and may they be a sweet aroma that arises in the name of Jesus before you. And we ask, Heavenly Father, that you would, would simply respond and answer each prayer that was prayed tonight. And may those who listen be blessed. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Have a great evening, gentlemen. Thank you once again. <laughs>